0: Welcome back to the Super Flexible Podcast, here for our Super Flexible Mac with an all-star cast. Um, some close guys to me. We'll start off. We're going to go in draft order here, bring in 2Drink, you all know him from here, and Fantasy Football Breakdown. What it do?
1: What is up, my dude?
0: I'm just going to keep that? going. Sorry, but yeah, you can all talk, <laughs> but we, we'll we just get through him. Sorry. That's enough of me. That, that is man. enough. He's got the 101, so we'll hear him soon. 102. From Rookie Fever, Fenero. JD from Goat District at three. What's up, what's up? Jeremy, the madman himself, at four. Word, John Hoogs, hey, the Superflex dude. I, I had to clean up for him. Um, welcome home, buddy, at the five. And then <laughs> me at six. I'm just the me.
2: Back in the old sticky-ass studio.
0: Yeah, know. I I always try to clean up for you, Hogue. <laughs> just a little bit, but... Happy to yeah, have do, you here.
2: Don't do too much; I won't recognize it. <laughs> nice.
0: Just gonna keep making little changes. Yeah. Then. Yeah,
2: we need we need that uh, that beer stain on the carpet like that that you can't ever change that.
0: Yeah. It, the slower the changes, too, the 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 less likely you are to notice them. Yeah. Um. So, I'm curious how this is gonna go. Um, Jeremy and I were talking really quick earlier today, like who is a quarterback gonna go one oh one today. So what do you guys think? Like how what are your guys' thoughts on this like this scenario? Hogan I know you've talked a lot about it on Superflex Super Show. Um the one oh one. Like are we going Joe Burrow or I uh, I'm sorry, are we going Jordan Love or Jonathan <laughs> Taylor or
2: <laughs> that name is gonna come up way too much on this show. <laughs> I, I can already tell <laughs> stupid jordan love
0: how many shares are you gonna have to buy those seriously just to back Uh, your aaron Rodgers up and i'm being serious here like what are you willing to pay they'll be cheap there aren't enough copies not for him everybody (laughs) everybody's on to him i mean honestly it's yeah you know what i mean no i'm being serious
2: here so far i'm getting sniped all over the place with him like i they're doing it on purpose yeah I, I, i and i would too I mean, here's the thing, though, is, like, it, you take Jordan Love in the, you know, early second round or whatever, and because you have Aaron Rodgers, I mean, next year you just end up with two starters, essentially, because Rodgers isn't...
0: Good right. Do so you think he's traded? So,
2: yeah, I think so. I mean, either they, like, it sounds like they legitimately hate him. Like, I mean, that's... <laughs> even, that's, that's only Not only do you go get a... a Like a make a horrible pick in the first round for his his backup and ultimate replacement. But then you give him a big, stupid running back in the (laughs) second
3: round. It's like, this is you guys are doing this on purpose with no hands. Yeah, Yeah. they are. They're still pissed that he dumped Olivia Munn and went with Danica Patrick. He screwed his. (laughs) I mean, that's his own fault.
2: Yeah, that's that's probably true. And that's totally fair. I mean, it was
3: that was that's pretty
2: easily the, the worst choice of his entire life. Yeah,
3: she. I think she wanted to do it too much, and he wanted to focus on, I don't know, whatever he does. <laughs> she
4: wanted to do it yeah. too much.
0: So will will A.J. Dillon be drafted tonight in the first 24 picks? Probably. Unlikely? I'm going to say no, but someone's going to do it now.
5: I uh, I traded up to get him in the, the UPL at 210.
4: Yeah. yeah I got him, I got him in, in a live draft now. It's almost over, but he went 212 in the one I'm in.
5: Yeah, I'll take him there. He's uh, either gonna replace Jones next year or he'll sneak in there this year.
0: Yeah. I think he'll sneak in a little this year. I mean neither of the guys. there. Bay don't give right? no fucks.
5: They're not like <laughs> those guys, right? So this guy is. So he'll he'll he's like teacher's pet right now.
0: They don't like any errands in Green Bay. <laughs> hey, go to AA and get it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> So I I guess we'll we'll throw it to two drink here and see where we are going with this 101. Is this your first 101?
1: No, I actually had 101 today. Ooh, Um, I did not earn that. It was traded to me. Nice by somebody that is on the show. Oh, I earned that. I earned that. (laughs) Um, Don't raise your hand so quickly. I did. I mean, he. I was gonna have to say it for him, so he he might as well.
0: It was gonna (laughs) happen, you know
1: uh yeah. that team finished middle of the I pack i forgot about that um, though i still feel like that team definitely needs a quarterback and uh i'm it's as it's shock as can be but i'm taking joe burrow it's a little maybe too easy maybe the upside isn't there as much but if you need a quarterback go go ahead and take him one-on-one
0: and I, I was wondering if you're gonna go yeah. to just with the homer pick there
1: yeah no i, I fight that a little and your bit your team sucks I, I anyway Tua so plays. you've got
0: time to wait
1: yeah, I mean, on that team that finishes middle of the pack, not as sucky as your team, but mine was in the middle. Uh, if I just put a quarterback in there, you know, maybe that, that gets me into the playoffs and, you know, all I care about is making playoffs. I'll make a run happen at that point. But that team needs a quarterback regardless. So and I have another pick, you know, mine coming back to, to see what's there.
0: So do you make that move if you had, let's say, three starting quarterbacks?
1: no and like listening to to even you and and Ho both take this approach pretty you know pretty heavy of hitting quarterbacks in the startup draft like i love that because it does give you the flexibility at 101 to be able to go hit you know a running back cuz you don't need it i think this is okay and rookie drafts is okay to do that because we're going to get the instant return on the running back even if both burrows and Tua have a good year and you know one or two of those top running backs have have a good year Right. They're probably picked ahead of those two quarterbacks, even in Superflex, you know, going into next year's mm-hmm. startup. So mm-hmm. the, the instant return is that running back. Sure. But Superflex, it doesn't always have to be hard. Right. Make make the, the easy choice here. Yeah. What's the easy choice? Joe Burrow for like the fourth time I said
0: <laughs> Oh, you're, you are going you're sticking one on one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's yep. in in my team that I actually drafted and in this one. <laughs> For the fifth time in the whole yeah, lot of, it's not ours. for
0: all the days, Joe Burrow, for all, all 101. the days, every day. I
5: feel like the first pick of the draft because I've done like way too many of these rookie drafts in the last 48 hours. But I feel like the first pick, the 101, sets the tone for those first four. Like which which way yep. they're going to go? Because if a, if a running back gets taken first, you know it's usually the same four guys I find at the top.
0: Mm-hmm. But they,
1: they kind of interchange depending on who that that first guy takes. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen that too, and, and having a pick just a few more away or even in this, I don't know if we're snaking it or or just running the six back, but uh, um, let's just want run, keep early, running
0: it back, keep like NFL. And
1: man. in the middle, I already put my snake chicken at the first.
0: Oh, you you want to snake it? I, I didn't want to I would feel bad having two back to back at one oh six and one oh seven. Yeah. I'd rather but if you guys want to snake it we can. Straight. We'll figure yeah. it out then. Um man. It's it's so hard to like argue with you on on taking Joe Burrow here. You shouldn't. Um I so I just took over that orphan team in Year League Madman and yep. I I made some trades and I now have the 101 and a 102 and I desperately need quarterbacks. Like desperately. Um I have pretty that, much yeah. Teddy Bridgewater and um I'm not a big fan. I I'd like to move him, but anyway, it it almost pains me that I feel like I have to take a quarterback with both of those picks, I, like I have the need, but I'm still feel like I'm probably going to try to trade back, but I'm probably going to use the 101 on Burrow, and if I still sure. have that 102, I'm probably taking a running back.
5: What's yeah. your team like? Are you are you competitive?
0: Oh, it's blown apart. I, I got it two days before the NFL draft, and at this point, I have um, all picks and. Disintegrated my starting lineup is literally three or four players. I'll have yeah, to show you made it to more you.
3: trades you made you made more trades in three days than I've made in three <sighs> years of being in that league.
0: <laughs> I made trades that I felt bad about during the draft like it, it, it oh, you robbed some guys. I can't believe it dude, i proud, traded Mike. I traded carrion and Ingram and cam all to the same team and oh, yeah, and got back Calvin oh, Ridley not. and Teddy Bridgewater and a twenty twenty one first. <laughs>
5: And then
3: you felt bad about it. That wasn't even your best trade.
0: I traded Sutton for a 107 and a 111. I traded Kenyon Drake and um, somebody, uh, I wish I could remember, for the 102. And that team had already earned the 101. So I've got like a 1, I've got a 101, a 102, a 107, a 111, a 201. Uh, in a couple seconds but man i'm finding like the the drafts i'm in right now i'm super jealous to not have second round picks like so much talent's going mm-hmm. in the second round right now
3: i agree you were smart to make those trades too that you did because i mean that you start 10 in this league pretty flexible starting lineup so um you know doing that one for two kind of thing and and going for broke with the draft was smart i mean if if you were starting less than that maybe it wouldn't be as good for you to get that return in numbers but yeah, absolutely. You made you made good trades in this one. I'm, those guys don't don't like to trade with me. I'm taking it personal.
0: You're tough to trade with, to be well, honest with
3: you. I'm the commish. I'm the I'm the of the league, so it's a little different too. But yeah, no, not always. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> not going to accept shitty offers from anybody. But you know, if somebody wants to give to get, I'm, I'll definitely do that. No, you give you're, to get. You're, it you're well. tough,
0: like I'm going to prove that we're not going to get a deal done, tough.
3: No, no. I think <laughs> you and I don't think we've ever made a trade. You're Swags, tough, you might be dude. the only person that I've never traded with.
0: I'm going to get a deal done with you.
3: I doubt it. I doubt it. You better bring it. Bring it good.
0: Mr. Feverish Fenero at the 102. What the hell are you going to do? All right.
4: So <clears throat> I was kind of all over the place, actually, with this one. And unlike Tea Drink, I have no context. I can't go back to some league where I actually have the 102. So I'm just going to go with what's more interesting to start this show off with. And I'm going to fade the quarterback. And I'm also going to fade Clyde Edwards-Alaire, which I'm going to think is unpopular. And I can't wait to hear people talk about it. I'm going Jonathan Taylor at 102. Um, And, of course, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire has a freaking fantastic landing spot. Everybody loves it. He went from probably RB5 to RB1 overnight. And uh, I've been reorganizing my top four or five running backs ever since so night much. two. Ever since night two, Swags, when we were on live when two was going down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've changed it over and over and over again, but my my, uh, my pre-draft, I guess, feelings are, are going to win, not to mention Indianapolis' Indianapolis's amazing offensive line, top five offensive line. and um, And I do believe that Hilaire will probably do better in year one, but this is dynasty and I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor and his elite traits and his also fantastic landing spot. I'm not worried about Marlon Mack. He's a free agent next year.
0: It's super tough to argue. I've been going back and forth on it too, like to the point where I I drafted Clyde Edwards in, in a league. And then I, even right afterwards, you're like, huh, was that, that the right one or, and, but it was forced. The more I think about it, like he fell to one hundred and two. So I'm saying he fell. So I thought that I was going to get Jonathan Taylor at one hundred and two, and then I got Clyde Edwards, and I I almost felt disappointed. But man, I, I think he's in a great landing spot. I mean, you and I talked about this the other night. I, I put him at pretty much one hundred and one, just because of that landing spot. It's so sure. tough.
4: It's it's tough to move him. I I can't wait to hear.
0: All I want to do is move this. back. In, if I have a one hundred and one, that's all I want to do.
4: Yeah, I agree. There's just there. Uh, Jason, our friend from Capology, was talking to me about what does it take for me to move up to 101, and I'm like, I don't know if you need to do that right now. The reason they're shopping 101 is because they realize they don't even know who they want there. It's kind of a it's kind of a mismosh now. Like it's just like I don't know what the right pick is, so I'll just trade back. The 101 is so valuable right now. I do think there's a teardrop after those two running backs. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it's I don't think it's crazy. I would love a three or a four, and this is super flexing. I did kind of want to go Tua, but it was boring. So I decided to start opening up this running back discussion, which is inevitable.
0: Yeah. I like Jonathan Taylor there. I'm curious to see what you do now, JD, if you're going to go Clyde Edwards or Tua.
5: I wish he had taken Tua just just to make it easier on me. And that's – I've had four, I think, uh, in the last couple days that I've done, and I've been in the four spot in two of them. That's my favorite spot because you're – for me, you're taking one of those four guys we, we're, we've been talking about. Right. And sure. And yep. it makes it super easy. I've I've gotten uh, Tua at 104. And I've gotten, actually today I got CEH at 104. Wow. So you don't feel bad about who you get. You don't have to make a decision. The next spot I like is like 107. Um, I got Swift there in that same place where I got to us. So there's spots in the first round where I want to be because the less decisions I have to make, the better. You know, I, I hate being stuck on two guys and you just can't decide. I for me, I'm a Colts fan, so Jonathan Taylor for sure is, is you know, the the RB one out of this group for me. But to get ceh at the 103 as, you know, kind of the consolation prize, I mean that's pretty legit. It's pretty high, you know? Yeah, um, he's he's going to a good spot. We we've heard the comparison from the coach who drafted him. So tied to Mahomes, this offense we know is just firepower, man. And 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 if this guy can go in there and do what we've been hoping, we can get from this offense the last couple of years or since Mahomes took over is get that that RB one workhorse, that that guy that can kind of just win you leagues, man. And and I think to let this guy go past the 103 as much as I. Hogue I was going to say, Hogue, uh he's like the kid in high school that first y- you run into at the par- the first party you go to. He's like, come on, man, just take a tote. Just take a tote. Because <laughs> <'cause> I was <laughs> ignoring quarterbacks, you know, coming into Superflex. Before Superflex, quarterbacks were not a priority for me. So Hog kind of rubbed off on me. And now I'm like the guy who's got, you know, um, Swag, you're in the league with me. I got mm-hmm. like nine quarterbacks in that league, you know? Yeah. Here, now you're my dealer, J.D. Exactly. <laughs> now, 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 you're, now, you're, now you're coming to me when you run out, you know? <laughs> so, so that's why, like, to, to, for me, to, uh, you can't go wrong with either of the guys, but I'm going to go see C.H. because I feel like these running backs, uh are, are, are golden, man. They're, they're game changers. So if you're not desperate, like, for your situation swag, I have no problems taking the two quarterbacks. If my team is, you're just blowing it up, you literally have one other quarterback, uh, I think that's a great start for you, Burrow, and Tua there. But otherwise, I'm going to take C.E.H. here.
0: Yeah. And I love the situation you put us in, actually, because, um, like I said earlier, kind of like Finero said, Madman and I were talking, and and he kind of wanted it spiced up a little bit, and he was hoping Joe Burrow didn't go first. But now we put him in a situation where Tua fell to him at 104, and you're mm-hmm. on the clock. Did we spice it up enough for you?
3: Yeah. When do I hey? When do I pick again?
0: <laughs> you, you'll pick at two o four. Need to know that as well. Yeah, just like six, seven picks from now. You're, I mean, our teams are going to be loaded.
3: Yeah. So we flip flopped. We're
0: gonna we're gonna snake it. No, no, we're gonna keep it going. So yeah, you'll pick if after this you'll pick one o five is one two five. three four five six more spots. This is two o four.
3: Um. Yeah. So I was. <laughs> You, you kind of yeah, and a super flex. What's the scoring? I should have asked you that early on. What, what's the scoring? How many points per uh, touchdown? Four or six?
0: Um, we you yeah. you may lose points for serious uh-huh. hip injuries.
3: <laughs> four, so touchdowns, uh, passing touchdowns, four or six points. Really, it makes it. He difficult. wants
0: to know, dude. Um, let's, let's do four. It we'll do four.
3: Okay, okay, cool. I think it's and a little more there, standard, so we'll, is we'll keep it. Up for. we there points per carry it. in this one? Okay, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, let's do point points for carry. per carry. Yeah. Two points per carry. No, just
0: one point now, per.
5: You are on the clock.
0: Sorry, guys. Oh, wow. That's sweet. So you got points per carry. Um, right. Do you want first downs or anything? No, nah,
3: that's all right. I just, you know, it was because this pick is all about, you know, running back uh, versus quarterback. That's
0: um, a big know, moment for just you. Just be a homer.
3: Just be a homer um, and take your guy. <laughs> wow, and, it's uh, gonna fall it, to 105. Who picks at 105?
0: Um, that'll be hogue
3: Yep. Yeah, that's almost too perfect letting him get to it at five. <laughs> 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 um Yeah, hell with it. I'm gonna take JK Dobbins. Ooh. Right. Nice. Nice. And and the reason is I don't really there you could say a lot. There are so so many good running backs at the top of this draft. I mean, really oh, honestly, I, I would be fine having, having Swift. I would be fine having Akers and some of these guys. I feel like, really, Dobbins' landing spot. Yeah, Mark Ingram's in his way for, you know, um, until he, his 99th birthday later this fall. Um, but Dobbins is a perfect, the perfect fit oh, yeah. for this offense. Um, what he did at Ohio State is essentially exactly what they're going to ask him to do in Baltimore. With the way Lamar Jackson plays, sometimes in the shotgun, sometimes under center, dropped back with the running back on his hip behind him, with all the options that they have, we know Dobbins can catch the yep. ball. Um, they were they led the league at one point last year. Maybe they finished um, in the league with uh, you know the most rushing yards per game, the mo- most yards per attempt, first downs, touchdowns, all of it. Uh, I can't think of a better running back for that scheme or a better place for him to go even though I hate the Ravens and I think that he's going to end up being uh, one of the top running backs in this class I you know I like him better than than um Clyde Edwards Hilaire because I think that guy's going to be a receiver fighting for you know he's not going to catch every touchdown there are a lot of weapons there I do like the landing spot for him but I mean let's get real um you'd like any running back that went to um Kansas City so yeah Dobbins um over to uh Um, I think the six points per touchdown might have capped it, but in this kind of scoring, one point per carry, I definitely want a running back at the top of this draft.
0: Yeah, I I, I love it. Dobbins is my RB3. I think we could, like, auto-pick here if we wanted to. (laughs) The gift of a lifetime. Yeah, I had no idea. I
2: I thought I was looking at Justin Herbert, and I was kind of hating life. But, uh, yeah, that was a huge gift. I'll take Tua easily here. It, it just it like this is it it just makes this draft so tough. As long as Tua is on the board, like every single pick could go, it, it could really go quarterback or running back. Like I, I, you know, DeAndre Swift to me is still in play at one hundred and five. But um, ultimately, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Tua here. But you know, it, it's still at that point, it's still roster dependent. Like I could still make an argument for in the right circumstances for DeAndre Swift over Tua.
0: Um, so let's stay there with you for a moment. I don't want to spoil much cause I mean, you're up at two Oh five, but w- would you have t- taken Herbert there if Tua was gone? Cause you kind of, you said something that made me feel like,
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely had to consider him, I think. But, um, I don't know. I, I mean, ultimately, I, I to me, like it becomes like the next tier is all running backs mm-hmm. to me. Um, Herbert is just I, it. First of all, who knows how long it's going to take for him to get on the field? Like this is a it, it could be a playoff team. The Chargers, it's a good enough all around roster that if, you know, if, if Taylor doesn't get in their way, this could be a, a team that makes a run, and as long as they're in contention, you know I, I don't think that we're going to see Justin Herbert. So, especially you know we we talk about this a lot too, just with the the COVID nineteen stuff and, and the way that threatens this NFL sure. season. You know that they, they might have they might not have nearly as much time to prep Justin Herbert as they would in any other year. So you know you might be looking at. You know, September and part of October could essentially be everything that they would have done with him in in training camp and preseason. So, you know, it could take that much longer to get him on the field. And it just, you know, just just the difference in uh, the way their values rise. Um, These players' values rise when they're on the field versus when they're learning the playbook. So
0: do you feel like the difference in these rookie quarterbacks, not only is talent, but how good the landing spot is that that he's in, like the Tyrod Taylor could actually take them into the playoffs and they want to try that versus Joe Burrows on a sucky team and same with Tua? Uh,
2: Because Tua might take a minute. Yeah, definitely. And and he doesn't have nearly as good a weapons as as Herbert has. I I do think that there's a pretty big discrepancy in talent. I mean, to me, like you take out the injuries, you take out the, you know, the landing spots in the draft capital and everything and to me just just, you know, all things being equal, Tua is the best quarterback in this class to me. I I still prefer him over Joe Burrow. It's just burrow went 101 he's gonna start from day one he's got all the weapons in the world he's got the zach taylor offense mm-hmm. you know there's the just worst
3: defense yeah. yeah he's in a much probably better him. plug and play spot and i don't agree that the bengals are a bad spot with taylor there i mean i think they're right. turning things around and definitely a team kind of ahead of the curve i guess but um to a probably the most talented highest ceiling guy in the class if Um, Miami puts their things together so I wouldn't argue with that as far as most talented quarterback I like what you said about Herbert I think um, there are so many people that don't like that kid and I see a lot more to like than not like I really do and I don't think he's a guy you plug in on day one like the other two guys and and start the season with but I definitely think he's going to be
5: a starter and a pretty good one at that. So do you guys think that impatience is what puts Burroughs ahead of Tua? Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I think, think it's injury, are, injury concern. Talent I mean, wise, that two is the better quarterback. So why is he going second?
0: Injury yeah. concern. Burrow will
1: score more this year. Like I feel better about it right now. Even if but they that's both I'm start saying. sixteen it's a patient, games, right? Right. Like yeah, yeah. I uh, think that's fair. I want too. a quarterback, and I want to get it better now. You know what I mean? also have more
3: confidence. I also have more confidence in Zach Taylor being able to start a quarterback, a rookie quarterback like Joe Burrow on day one than I have with Miami. But that could just be bias. I, I really feel like that. It's a it's a better situation for someone to start
5: day but one. But you're still than, but you're still talking about starting on day one. Right. It's, it's, right. It's, it's still impatience for me that's driving that decision. Whereas you you guys are all agreeing that the talent is in Tua. So it's interesting yeah. that we are and, and is that why running backs are all getting taken ahead of the receivers because of impatience, right?
0: Uh, well I mean we, we
5: want it now. Yeah, kinda. We want yeah. we want those those fantasy points now.
0: Uh, well, yeah, that and we're all savvy enough to know that there are by low – Opportunities on rookie wide receivers because of the impatience you're talking exactly. about, and, and I mean you can get that now. And I mean ultimately we're all here to win. And even if you get somebody that you don't like that is going to help you win, somebody is always going to overpay for somebody, and that that person is always in your league. So I do want those points now, um man. I mean look at Nikhil Harry last year; he was 101 to 103. He he's below any wide receiver, not any, right. but a lot of wide receivers. He was drafted with last year, and that that happens quick. But look at the running backs, and I mean yeah. this class is even better. So, hogue, I, I tried I, to
1: send you a trade for this mock pick. I, I saw it. it. <laughs> I, I just saw the same What was that? Was timestamp before? Would you would you have taken that? Yeah yeah i would have 107 and 207 just just so i could slide up two spots and take two of them
0: mm.
2: yeah it would have made I, my decision a lot easier to go running back cuz like i said it, to me it's it's it really it's still just roster dependent i mean you know in a lot of my startups you guys know i just load up on quarterbacks until everyone's pissed and wants to quit so like i don't need to, <laughs> <laughs> like there's not much benefit to me taking a quarterback i a win when you and,
0: all quit
2: <laughs> yeah i just i i break the league and everybody quits and
5: yeah are you not entertained
2: <laughs> but but at that point it like it doesn't do me any good to add to it because all i'm doing it for at that point is just for more trade ammo for the trade value mm-hmm. and you know i think that You know, once the season is over and Tua's been on the bench all season, most of the season, whatever. Meanwhile, you know, Swift, Dobbins, even, you know, Akers.
0: Jacob uh, Eason's starting now because (laughs) Phillip Rivers is done. Right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, so these running backs have been on the field and their value has been rising every step of the way, while Tua's mostly just kind of stays stagnant like the goal at the end of the season for me with Tua is going to be to trade him for one of those running backs who I could have just drafted just now and got him for the full year. So, you know, there's 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 such a big caveat to it with this this top tier of guys and and it, it the the dilemma is still there for me. I I still think that I ultimately go Tua just because, you know, I'm I'm Assuming that we're just kind of doing this in a vacuum, we're not assuming any kind of roster construction here. Um, and to me, Tua ultimately is the most valuable piece. But if you're set at quarterback, you know, I, I think
5: that you can still go running back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And
5: Swag, one thing that we, like one, you know, the big the elephant in the room we haven't really talked about is this whole COVID thing. It definitely affects these rookies, right? And, and we talk about impatience. We talk about running backs, and and they're usually the ones that are going to give you production quicker. So you add the COVID situation, when are they getting back, when are they going to be able to practice. So I'm seeing Tua, Rotoviz does like this three-round super flex mock thing where they update it. And from the time it went up, I think a couple days ago or whenever that was to today, you could see Tua, Tua go from like the 104, 103 to like the 107 I think he's at. So he's dropping, and, and I think that that's what it is. I think people are just... I think these guys are going to drop, and the, the running backs are going to keep moving up. You already see Zach Moss and uh, AJ Dillon moving up the the ADP. Yeah, in the ones I've done, anyways, and I think that that's a big part of it.
0: Go by Ryan Fitzpatrick.
3: Yeah, and in point per carry leagues like this, uh, they really rise, and and you know they they earn it too. And this is a really league.
0: <laughs> silence. <laughs> so. Hogue, I think everybody likes us a lot because they let to- Tua fall to you and then you guys let Swift fall to me. Yep. And that's an easy pick for me. I know All you right. can make some arguments for some other guys that'll be drafted pretty soon here, but man, I mean I was pretty sure we could auto pick that one for you so I- <laughs> Yeah, I mean I I in in my head I kind of imagine Tua going before 105 and in and this is more in the drafts I'm doing and then I want to be at 105 to try to get Swift. And then for so for to see him falling to one oh six, like maybe that's the sweet spot I need to be trying to trade to.
5: I, I got him at one oh seven, Swag. he's falling. I know
0: that's what you if said. People
5: are so worried about him going to Detroit. They saw Carry on not produce for two years, and they just that's what that's what's imprinted in their brains right now. So it's part of it. They, they just cannot see Swift the Detroit logo and like a stud running back that might give them top fifteen. Or whatever that's
3: possible, I think you're right about that. I, I really do think that that happens. Um, I what did I get swift at in that league? Um, 106, league, guys 106, yeah. I and I saw someone else get him at 106. You said 107. That's kind of like the sweet spot for getting swift, it seems like at least this week so far.
0: I i, I love it. I think they're going to use him more than people think. To drink, you and I were back and forth about this earlier. I mean, you were kind of the devil's advocate of it. Um,
1: that's usually what I do.
0: And but you <laughs> yeah. you think is going to be dude. more involved than Marlon Mack will be? Correct.
5: Wow, interesting.
4: That's kind of out there too. I don't think two drinks on an island. That's what I've been hearing a ton, and we're all guessing. But I've been hearing that a ton too. Well, it, they're it, both it second matches, round picks.
5: It, I was because it matches where their little brothers are coming in from, right? So Jonathan Taylor's going mm-hmm. in early, and then you know Swift is going a little later. So. Mm-hmm. It makes yep. sense.
0: But, man, I don't know. I love getting Swift here. I have a hard time moving him out of, like, the top three. I'm sure some of it's bias, and some of it's it's, it's still DeAndre Swift.
5: I, I've just seen Marlon Mack do it a lot better in the NFL than On Johnson. I, so. yeah, I agree. Might,
0: I agree. That might be the great
5: Colts, Colts fan in me, but uh mac when he's on his game end he's legit that, that and that,
0: that was kind of my argument and i think two drink brought up some excellent points with like the roles they play versus like a naheem hines and what mm-hmm. what carry can do to back up swift at this point but then it's just like mac has done so much better in the nfl than carry on even if it's because of health issues
5: it's easy to run behind giant holes yeah, but that's what you want from your running back. When he, Dude, he was putting up 30, 40, sure. I'm pretty sure he put up 40 points a couple weeks two
1: years ago for me. Uh, I'm Mark. not against the talent of Mac. Taylor is far superior to that. And sure, what, sure. What they offer the team is the same set of skills, where Naheem Hines at least is a little different in in my mind. So is Mac going to play some? Sure, but it's more in like a spell, Jonathan Taylor, because he's tired not I need to manufacture some touches for Marlon Mack. I think Carrion can still do a little bit of you know, all three downs as Swift can. Swift's going to do a little bit better, but I think Carrion can find himself to more touches where there's not that third person like there is in Indy to take that other part away. Drake, I think that's a great point. I think a lot of us
4: sometimes look at talent and say, well, the second most talented person on the running back core then takes – then takes the second most carries. That's not the way it works. It's the like bodies right, are right. pushed back, right? So they want complementary roles. They want two backs that can be out there at the same time. So I think Two Drink nailed that. Yeah,
3: I just want DeAndre Swift because, I mean, get real, guys. If your last name is Swift, you're not slow. Like, that should bump him to the top <laughs> of the fucking running back list, honestly. Dude's uh, name is Swift. Uh, the only thing running. better is back. Swoosh,
1: right?
0: <laughs> Swoosh. So, Two Drink, Joe Burrow at 101. We are two Yeah,
1: unique. I I hate it because I don't I'm just going chalk. I'm going Herbert. I, we've mentioned a lot here, so maybe we can save a little bit of time, but um I think his weapons are at least comparable to Joe Burrow's, maybe even a little better. Um to you know, definitely better than Tua's weapons right now. Again, this is super flex, so if the rest of you aren't you guys aren't gonna write this ship, I'm gonna make sure we keep it at least close. Okay. Justin Herbert,
0: get you off. Know, I, I like Herbert at one oh seven a lot. Would you have taken him at one oh six? Because you had some uh, conviction in your voice.
1: Yeah, I probably would have, to be honest. Um, if, if I came out of this draft with Joe Burrow and Herbert, um, even through the first six picks, I feel pretty good about myself. I, I probably needed it there. And that's now something I don't have to worry about next year. And I can hit running backs early like I need to and, and finish building this team to win You know, the year after that. Come on, dude. You're drafting for two different teams. Good job. You got them both nice quarterbacks. <laughs> nope.
3: I
4: play games how I want to, Joker.
0: You that's, how these, that's how these
4: mocks work. You just make it up. Like some some people are like, oh, I'm drafting for need. And other people are just like, I'm uh I'm just gonna
1: draft best player. And Call that's what that I'm going hey, Since this is a yeah. one quarterback league, I'm gonna <laughs> Exactly. I would have taken kerber at 106, like I said, so it's easy at 107. My team, the same team, any fucking team, doesn't matter. Give me Justin Herbert. I like seeing him up there.
3: Uh so many people I just I, honestly, the, the all the quarterbacks get talked about. Even the Easons and the Fromms, yeah. and then they just kind of skip over Herbert. It was like a real pet peeve of mine during the whole uh, lead up, leading up to the draft. Just, ah, Herbert, yeah, you saw it. He, Oregon. Come on, Mar- Mar- Mariota
1: 2.0. I got
4: so sick of hearing that stuff. Yeah. I think no, it's, man, um, I'm with, I'm with me, you, man. Game. Man,
1: I like Herbert. Miami like tried to build the O line, or is trying, you know, continuing to build the O line. Cincy's line hopefully gets better with uh, was it Cordy Glenn coming back or whatever it is from last year that didn't play at all. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, Chargers probably have the best line out of the rookie quarterbacks coming in. And, again, the weapon's there. So All those three easy. guys drafted that highly?
3: I mean, get real. Like, the capital in those three players, you, you draft them. They're playing. Yep,
0: yeah, some point soon.
1: COVID or not, right, you took him that early. Like, he, he will be starting probably more than half the games at least this year. We didn't want to believe about Daniel Jones even last year, and that was with Eli there. You're telling me Tyrod's, you know, stopping that? That's, there's a reason they're picking at, at what, what they pick him at 107 in the mm-hmm. real draft? Mm-hmm. No, six in the real draft. Yeah, I think it was. And that's the piece they chose for those guys to, to make and... that team a championship contender right away. Yeah, give me Herbert. I love Tyrod Taylor, but that guy's a, I think a backup quarterback. I think that's just kind of what he is. I think he's is. a great NFL player to have on your team. You know what I mean? Like help help the kids along. Yeah, nothing bad to say. Just that I don't think he's a starting caliber guy.
0: I, I like After Herbert like millions
1: of dollars each year still. I like still Herbert
0: right. a ton at one o seven I don't know if I can get on board unless I need one at at one o six, especially if Swift falls to me there.
1: I tried to save time on that pick and failed miserably I think you did good
0: Mr. Finero yeah, yeah
1: so so it's it's time, so uh we talk
4: about patience and patience in dynasty and payoff and on i I'm looking at two guys, and Acres unfortunately is 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 on an offense with a bottom five offensive line, in court, according to Pro Football Focus, and we kind of saw that last year. So I'm going to fade that. I'm going CD Lamb. I know that it doesn't look it doesn't look super awesome, but uh, they have an out, and I believe CD Lamb is the Cooper replacement. So I'm going to play that long game. I'm going to pick the best wide receiver in this class, and I'm going to pick CD Lamb.
1: All right, wow. It's after next year, Amari can be dropped,
4: right? Like yep. he's got two that's full exactly. seasons. Exactly. Yeah. People are super concerned about this year. Like that's why I brought up patience. People are super concerned about this year with a lot of that's
0: these the guys. Patience. And I mean lamb has been your guy over <laughs> Jerry Judy the, the entire way along. Someone Correct. Can. Yep. Yeah. So I'm um,
4: I'm super happy to get him here. And I think I think he could, you know, in, in Superflex, obviously, this is probably about where he goes. But we have one of, those, one of those top running backs on the board still. And I just I just do not like that offensive line. It takes a little bit more than a year or two to fix that. And they, they've had difficulties with that for quite some time, to be honest. And um, so I'm not, uh, not trusting of that. And I'm just going to fade it all together and just grab the wide receiver one. So in, does in, he sneak into
0: that role that Randall Cobb was playing, like the slot role? Nah.
4: Nah, he's the wide receiver too on that team. Instantly,
0: and then, inside
4: outside, he's going to play both. Like that's that's what I love about him. And then Gallup's he, he playing the slot, like well, I think Gallup, Gallup's going to have to just find a role. I think he's the guy. Just find he's it. the odd man out. He's the odd it. man out. Yeah, he's just going to he's just going to have to find a role. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to call C.D. Lamb Randall Cobb. I'm not I'm not going there.
0: That's not what I'm saying. But he was on that team and he came out of the slot last year. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but I think you reconfigure your whole offense on on a C.D. Lamb talent. I think they're gonna they're gonna figure out a way to to make that work for sure. I think he's gonna be out there a ton for that reason. Um, Gallup Gallup was, uh, you know, I, I have I have a, more than a couple shares of Gallup, and and this
5: hurts him no doubt. But
4: I don't
0: think anybody was more into Gallup than J.D. Oh yeah, Let's I was hear it.
5: I was holding my tongue, man. I'm I'm like this is so ironic right now. I was biting <laughs> I was biting mine while picked. you were
0: holding yours
5: yeah yeah man <laughs> it's uh Gallup's shares definitely got hurt but i'll say this uh if you own them don't go don't go get them away right now no absolutely like, not. like we have no idea we have no idea as much as we say cd lamb's gonna come in here and take over wide receiver one in dallas by games or week six or eight or whatever we think we have no idea
0: do this you guy guys want to sell if there's a window like let's say no training cap COVID slows things down Gallup's going off are you getting out or holding on?
5: Well, that's what you're hoping for, right? Is is you, you want the COVID slowdown so that Gallup does have the edge. Because he's going to have the edge, man, over CeeDee Lamb. I don't care who this guy is. But you're are going you selling him? This guy's been here. You know, the, the rapport with the quarterback. There's a lot of factors He's selling
0: there. him. He just doesn't want to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm getting that implication. yeah it seems like that's what he's buying
5: now you
4: don't sell him right now
5: no, nobody nobody could have predicted this guy falling to dallas in, in Jerry jones lap while he was like eating his beer peanuts or whatever the <laughs> hell he was doing. you know like lamb. he's like wow he's got cool hair and a hot girlfriend let's let's drop them right um but he did have a hot girlfriend i brought that
4: up several times did, did I honestly you say she was
5: with some I other thought, dude last year I thought it was, was two
3: women it. sitting on the couch. I didn't even realize it was C D Lamp. But uh, oh, sorry.
4: That's cold,
5: dude. <laughs> but, I mean it's C D Lamb's a man's man. Got a Give face, me a break. It's got a pretty face, Gabriel. <gasps> but what I'm saying, I wanna say this, like just because 'cause we're talking about Gallup and we talked about these running backs, you know, that are like the 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 Marlon Max, the carry on Johnsons. I'm seeing Aaron Jones just being like thrown out the window, you know. Like, here, guys, just take them for for a bag of pucks. I like to say, up here in Canada. But like, guys, don't don't do not sell shares when they're low. Like, I don't know, it's it's very people make fun when you say, oh, sell high, you know, buy low, because it's so obvious. But I see it every day, man. People making mistakes. Do not sell people when they're low. They're it's uh, player football players are exactly like the stock market. They go up and down. Yeah, you, mean, you gotta hang on
3: to them unless you're playing a losing game. Yeah, you hang on to them for a while. You, I mean, right? You don't have I mean, to get it desperate. It can
0: work talk both ways. It, it can work both ways too, though. I mean, you you can they can drop and then drop some more. And then well, never come back lower, up. Like sometimes down. like you hold on to Antonio Brown too long. Like that's kind of an outlier, like somebody that drops significantly. Like, but sometimes Still like got one of those. you know what I mean though? Like sometimes know, like long shit long. just happens you're 100% and like 100%. you're like, Oh, I don't want to get out for a second. Like, and now like you're looking at this rookie draft, and how many players do you wish you sold for a second? Yeah, I mean, but I'm honestly. Talking about that's
5: what I'm talking about. Like for me, the guys that got affected by this draft i have no idea i don't know if aaron jones aaron jones might be the rb2 next
0: year i get we what you're saying that's no a little idea. different sure
5: thank you for saying that i'm just talking about this year the the running backs that got kind of misplaced right with this draft and then Ceedee lamb specifically i think people are a little too quick to give these guys uh you know the captain's chair don't disagree at all well, but i'm, I'm at happy time, i
0: sold Gallup to you jd i won't <laughs> i won't yeah. even lie
5: yeah, yeah, and it was for my boy, Kenny G, but I had. I said, it's yeah, all good. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, it's, you, you, you got to trade because you, you'll win some, you'll lose some. At the end of the day, man, it's a wash, right? It's all good. As long as we're having fun, you and I got to chat about that for. Oh,
0: it's super you know. fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. JD, is but, this an know. auto
5: pick for you, this next one? It's auto pick. I, I'm actually glad because I was hoping I, I didn't have to take C. Lamb there because I hate taking receivers uh, or anything but running backs and quarterbacks in, in a super flex. Because you have lineup, no patience. Exactly. Zero patient. The equivalent of my my three and a half year old is is my patient. So Cam Akers <laughs> is is the pick for me. Yeah, you talk about his offensive line, and that's the narrative behind this guy. But he also, you know, the narrative is also that he ran behind a shitty offensive line at Florida State and he still yes, he put did. up some legit numbers. His target share uh, grew every year. He's you know, funny enough, we talked about Marlon Mack. His best comparable on player profiler is actually Marlon Mack, but this guy seems to be catching more balls every year. If you look at his college career, he's been consistent he nice. running the ball. So he's going to a situation uh, in L.A. where Gurley's gone. Uh, people know how I feel about Henderson. Not a big fan. Never was. Never, you know, this is – I just feel like this guy's kind of coming in and, and um, oh man, what's his name? McVay just – he wants to kind of forget last year. And for me, what's better than to bring in this workhorse, Akers, and just kind of take over this offense? So uh, I, I feel good taking Akers as that that – um the last running back in the second tier yep. of yep. running backs for me yeah jd
4: don't get me wrong i think it's a fantastic landing spot as far as
5: opportunity goes um that that offensive line is going to take some time and and i don't fault you for taking cd i think it's like cd's the, the number one receiver off the board for me he's like we said he's going to be that that stud in dallas so it's it's either way yeah they're close
0: i like he's game up. makers uh madman madman
5: Hey, you guys still tracking
4: the picks? What are yeah, we high yeah. Yeah. My pick? We're we at ten.
0: Um, you you have removed Joe Burrow. Jonathan I'm just Taylor. down here. Oh, you got no, it? No, no, it's okay. I got it. I, no, I here.
3: just wanted to put Cam Akers on here. I know who I'm taking anyway. So okay. that's Jalen Jalen Rager. Oh wow. Okay. Nice. All right. Well, and Rager starting strong. Sell me. Yeah. Give it to me. Why? I, dude, I don't. I don't know what to say. The dude's a badass. He's right. a badass. I think he's my first of all. He's my Shane favorite paid <laughs> No, I, I like Jalen Rager. Well before uh, Shane learned how to spell that <laughs> last name um, <laughs> in, in, in dynasty leagues, let's get real. I mean, I'm nobody's gonna nobody's gonna tell that story, that tale. I have I have the recordings <laughs> to prove it now. Oh um, my god! Rager, listen, first of all, he goes to a really good spot in that the Eagles desperately need a wide receiver. Can they but draft talking, them though? You're talking, What's that? Can they draft wide receivers though? Well, they just did. You're talking about a guy who runs very nearly as fast as Tyreek Hill, Dallas Cowboys fan. And um, no, um, he, you know, super fast guy, a little badass. I think he's just going to be elite in the NFL. Um, I, I love everything about the guy. I think he he pushes it at the top of this close to wide receiver one for me. I mean, he's he's the guy that I think is wide receiver one. Of course, I think J.K. Dobbins is running back one. i Really don't agree with the consensus lists, but I think it's an ideal landing spot, just like Dobbins was for the Ravens. I'm all about getting um, you know the explosion of points, and I think that guy's gonna gonna do it. Um, you know, inside outside, I just think he's the top talent, and he's still there for me at this point. So for me, it's a tremendous value taking him here. But you guys, I'm not gonna spend a ton of time telling people how good I think Rager is because we'll never get those second round picks talked about, and those are the ones that I want to really dig into. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Rager, bomb daddy.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to get on board and it's more of a, I don't love the landing spot thing but You said bomb Oh, wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I mean, you just they the last successful wide receiver they drafted was Deshaun Jackson. Like they just don't do it. They bring him in. Well, Jordan Matthews had his spell, but I don't know, man. I just I just feel like they get it wrong year after year or they don't know how to implicate them or there's not the right people there to mentor them or something so goes wrong in the process. Man, I hope so. I don't want to see these guys fail, but that is that is a spot that worries me at that position. Yes. I get what you're
3: saying. It's kind of like the people who think that the Detroit Lions are jinxed in drafting running backs. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, absolutely. It's very similar, man, sure. man. I think you nailed yep. it. It's, me a, and perhaps, it's wide receivers, the regency
5: bias, man. It's just
0: yeah. the
3: brain, you know? Wide receivers, I feel like in order to approach that position correctly, you need to not listen to the noise about who's in their way. What, how bad the team is, and draft the guys that you really think are the best. Rank them how you see it, and then draft them, and don't worry about who's in front of them. My prime example is Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, but he's going to the Steelers. Yeah, well, that worked out pretty well in just a short period of time. As right. the fell. It happens all the time. You wait on these guys a lot of times. You know, we've gotten spoiled as players have come in the rookie seasons and just taken off, but that's not the norm. And, you know, two, three years in, especially if it's two years, I'm fine with that. I'm banking on those guys taking a year or two to develop. So I go for the cream of the crop and just assume they're going to rise to the top of that. And, and since I do believe he's the, you know, one of the best receivers, certainly, you know, top three guy. And I get him here mm-hmm. in kind of like that sweet spot. I'm just going to sit on him until he's, you know, delivering those points for me. I'm certainly not going to worry about the Eagles and, How they use wide receivers and how they draft them, and just you know, he's on a pro team.
0: And I would consider you a more patient owner too, just from being in leagues with you. And and even I joke with you that you don't trade and stuff, or you're a little tougher to trade with. Like maybe you're just a little more patient. I don't know. Well, I have friends that are really shitty at
3: drafting, or they used to be shitty at drafting, and they trade all the time um, because they didn't do it right when they had the chance. Is my joke. Um, you know, if you get it right in the draft, you don't need to trade as much, especially if you do, you know, you you have a vision or a process. If you have a process and you stick to it, you're not as eager to roll those guys off your roster. I've drafted to get guys like you guys took Tua just to trade him because I realized that was definitely more valuable to the league at that point, even though I didn't really want or need the player. I'll flip him, but I mean, by and by uh, or by the by, I'm going to take the guy that I love, that I want, that I believe in as part of my process. And I'm just going to stick to my guns and I'm not going to trade him because he has an iffy rookie year. I think you're just cheating yourself if you do that.
0: Well, I am definitely your market for Swift in that league you drafted him today you said you draft. Oh man, players you bet. did you guys see I, the trade I, I just made? No, what'd you do?
5: You're everyone's traded, market for Swift and uh, leagues, right? I traded
3: uh, Tyler Lockett for the 206 and 207, so I can draft a couple guys that I love at those two spots back to back.
0: Wow. And yeah, you can have Swift.
3: We'll talk after the show,
5: dude. You got to do the the Shane trade alert thing. Trade alert. <laughs>
3: yeah, that
5: guy does it so much better.
3: That's uh, you know I can't do that. That's his thing, man. It feels weird. I feel like I'm stealing from him right now.
0: I, I feel like we'll we should talk to him in every. Podcast should be allowed to have that as a drop if they want it. At, we'll talk to Shane first, but we'll make it happen. I'll, I'll put it's him awesome. on. I'll get him to Fanero. We'll make files and send them out. Trade alert coming Hashtag at you.
4: branding. The
3: guy is a character, man. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a, he's fun. A lot of fun. He's the best. I can't wait to tell him I got Jalen Rager because as time goes on, yeah. everybody's like, "Oh, that's Shane's guy." I'm like, "Dude, it's because the Eagles drafted him. If they took Ceedee Lamb, that'd be his guy."
0: Right, John? Where are you going with your next pick here?
2: Running back. It's tough to do here but uh i'm I'm sticking with it i'm like j d i don't i don't like drafting rookie wide receivers; they just lose value in their first year while they're learning the playbook, and you know you end up getting them significantly cheaper the following year mm-hmm. um you know for the for the most part every now and then you get an a j brown or a debo Samuel who you know gets a little bit of a bump, but for the most part you know these these guys just lose value over the course of that year, so i just you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go after these guys next year, going into their year two breakout. So but for now,
0: whose NFL spot will this running back be taking?
2: Um, Ronald Jones, I
0: suppose. Okay,
2: yeah, yeah. So I we're going, going. We're going. we Keyshawn Vaughn here, just because yeah. of the situation. I, I just, man, I think that that Tampa Bay offense is just gonna go absolutely nuts this year. It, it's been what thirteen years since tom brady got to just go out and uncork it whenever he wanted just open up the playbook and uh you know i i think that uh you know among the the many many problems that he had there in new england one of them was the fact that he wasn't really allowed to play the quarterback position that you know the the way most quarterbacks are allowed to he didn't he's sitting there watching peyton manning throw for 55 touchdowns and you know Drew Brees and and uh, Aaron Rodgers. He gets to watch all these guys uh, run just a wide open playbook, and uh, you know he had to just he had to do the the Patriot way thing and and run their boring vanilla offense. And I think that this is just going to be a, a very therapeutic year for Tom Brady, and I think that that entire everybody in that offense uh, is gonna is gonna benefit from that. So I think Keyshawn Vaughn you know besides the fact that he ends up being kind of your goal line back besides the fact that he's the primary pass catcher i think you know sorry uh, apologies to dare but i think that Keyshawn Vaughn is the guy that it, you know it's going to be hard to take him off the field regardless regardless of the situation so um you know it, it, the draft capital is there i believe he was a second rounder second or third i know he was a day 2 pick i think he's a third no that could be sure. but
0: um yeah, he was picked 76 in the draft.
2: Yeah, 312. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, you know, it was, it's, that's still kind of within range for a, like a lead back type of guy. Um, you know, it, 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 it just kind of signals that they're a little over Ronald Jones and they like the versatility that Keyshawn Vaughn brings to that offense.
0: I, I totally agree. I, I want to like, Uh, throw points at you I can't
2: it's a it's a reach. I know that part for sure I you know I I'm I'm definitely reaching past a ton of value but as far as who can gain the most value over the next year I think Mm -hmm. of the guys left is Keyshawn Vaughn
0: so you think Ronald Jones just goes away
2: Probably not totally, but I, I do think that Keyshawn Vaughn becomes kind of the the alpha there. I think he's the one A at least, mm-hmm. um, if not just the one to
4: Ronald Jones being the two. Hog, real quick, give me your give me your rankings: Keyshawn Vaughn, CeeDee Lamb, Rager. Uh, man, I want to I want to know how you feel about <laughs> Keyshawn Vaughn. I I think we've got it right.
2: I still think that okay. that Lamb. You know, I, I think Lamb ends up having the best career of this group. I think Rager has the most immediate return. Um, and, and then, yeah, of, of, of the guys remaining, I think Keyshawn Vaughn uh, jumps ahead. A lot of these the, – the rest of these wide receivers are going to be pretty developmental.
5: Gotcha. It's, also, it's also why I was happy you dropped Acres to me because anything less than where home takes him here, it's a reach. Yeah. For and, and I think that's going to be a mistake that a lot of – fantasy owners are going to do is uh because I don't, I don't know that uh i think he's in a good situation i think that offense is going to take a little longer to adjust than people think a good because if you think back to brady in new england where he was for 20 years it, it took new england a good four or five weeks on a regular basis if you look back uh, if i remember at least you know three four times just recently that they start pretty slow so he's going to a new situation New receivers, COVID, a lot of factors there. Maybe Ronald Jones and Keith, Keyshawn Vaughn are, are a bigger factor in this running game or in this offense um, until Brady gets adapted and, and this offense kind of starts meshing together. I, I don't know that it's going to be that quick for Tampa Bay, as people think, just because of the names that are there.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going Henry Ruggs. Um, I I've like flipped my wide receivers around a lot. Um. Finero, when we did our show last week, I I think I had Judy over all yep. the wide receivers. Yeah, he's dropping. Um, but I mean, Rugs has, has no it, competition. I'm I'm saying go by Carr too. Like there's there's some definite shade on that team, but great landing spot. He's a speed guy. I mean, Hunter Renfro, yeah, first wide receiver off the board. Um, I was really here. I was back and forth from Judy to Rugs. But I, I just feel like there's less in front of him. Even if you go into this with no camp, they've still got to find a way to get him on the field quick. Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm going Henry Ruggs.
1: Goodness. It's one way to end the first round. Well, hey, uh,
0: you've got, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the floor. You're at 301. Like, I, if you hate 201. it. 201. Well, if I, I guess, sure. You're This is our third round. Right. It's your third pick. Oh, I
5: got you. I got you. I will say this: Ruggs is all also over the board. Weeks. He's all over the board in drafts. He's he's falling mid second. He's going late first. Uh, for me, he's he's kind of all over the place that I've seen. Yeah. Swags,
4: this is an awesome time for you to tease your second episode. Where we got to be at, like close to an hour right now. And I I want to draft. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I want to draft.
0: Yeah. You
3: guys sound like you're you're asleep. Let's let's pick it up. <laughs> Yeah, we have to do another round, man. I signed up for two.
0: Let's go. So yeah, I, I left you your guy at your your two oh one
1: to drink. Yeah, I mean, i there's there's two three here. I'd love to have, but I, I can't allow Juju to slide anymore. It's, you guys are just being mean. Now. I agree. I agree with that. I agree as well.
3: Got to take him.
1: So I, I'm gonna make that easy because we should have talked about him during the first hour. Um. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'll go ahead and move right to 202 unless somebody wants to say something. No, I'll oh, tell me why I, you
4: I, love Jerry Judy in that spot with Sutton there. Like that's that's the argument, right?
0: No offense, Sutton. Not, I mean, he, all the running, running backs. There Dude, I'm
4: with you. I don't. I'm I, I not, like I'm Jerry Judy. I,
0: I think it's a little bit more. I like Jerry Judy a lot. I mean, I took rugs before like it. him. <laughs> <laughs> it really didn't. <laughs> Was shoe drinks response? Yeah, well, I just you, like could, it. you could, you I, could, yeah, I, I have him in a couple spots. I've been trying to get him. Yeah, i I'm on other shows talking about it. I just took Henry Ruggs in in front of him. Put it on the board if you want to. Do it. We did. Twenty yeah, twenty. He'll have a better twenty twenty than Jerry Judy, and I'll buy Jerry Judy cheap at some point in this season because
1: people will be frustrated. That's a that's a fair assessment, but I will take that on the board, sir. Thank you.
0: But, yeah, I, I love Judy. I mean, there's nothing to say about that. I think it's the right pick. I I, I would have taken him before C.D. Lamb, but not in that spot. But So I, I like Judy. I'm flipping all these guys around every day, like the running backs yeah. and everything. So.
1: I agree, man. I agree. Yeah. 2-2. I, I think you got an right? easy one-handed to or two-drink. That's Hey, that's why I jumped in super early so I could have a burrito too. Just make fun <laughs> of you guys. <laughs> Taking
0: all the running backs or quarterbacks.
4: In all fairness, I, in all fairness uh, actually I'll say in my own opinion instead of all I fairness, wanted. I believe I also have an easy pick with Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. I, like that yeah I think that's like a slam dunk here. And um, yep. you know, what is he picked twenty-two overall? This is no this is no low hanging well, it is low hanging fruit. Um yeah, I, I like his spot. And as much as we like to say, oh, Sutton's there, therefore Judy won't, we know in Minnesota that two wide receivers can can, can thrive. And Justin Jefferson has immediately assumed the digs role. I'm I'm all about Justin Jefferson, and I'll, I'll gladly take him here at 202 yeah. as a consolation prize on missing on Jerry Judy, which I would have picked, to be honest, because I think the defense on Jerry Judy is the same thing I'm loving about Justin Jefferson. I think the people that are backing down on – Jerry, Judy, a ton, to be honest with you, is because Sutton's there. It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't have two wide receivers on the team. No, I'm fine with that. I like Justin Jefferson in Minnesota. I like him a lot. And, uh, yeah, so 202, Justin Jefferson.
1: Any, any hesitation? Because we, we assume that he takes over for Diggs, right? That's the Diggs role there. Yeah, but not the same Thielen, Thielen excels yeah. out of the slot. Diggs played all over, but more outside. Mm-hmm. Jefferson ran five plays outside of the slot last year in college. Yeah, different guys. I five. Yeah. When I say when I say the role, I should probably
4: I should probably rephrase that and say no, I got you, there's Are a we, target share that's totally available with the, the Diggs outside and they Yeah, yeah we're gonna have to change things up. Yep. It's another situation where we have to change things up. But yeah, he's not a Digs replacement. He's not the same guy. Not the same dude at all. Um, but he can he can move around a little bit, but I do I do prefer him, as you said, to drink in that role. But uh at at this spot, I think we have a teardrop. Justin and Jefferson represents, represents Jefferson
1: that gonna, gonna fight for touches. Who? Exactly. I didn't say that at
4: all. <laughs> I know, not this time. Jeez. Not
0: this time. <laughs> what did I do?
4: What did you say just for fun and laughs?
0: Oh, he's bringing up it? Ola B C. Johnson. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> um so jd you are at 303 or 203 as you guys are calling it
5: yeah this is um, this is the part of the draft i'm usually trying to trade out of uh or Teardrap. or I'm going, I'm going off chalk so to me there, there's a flat there's a uh oh, what's the word i'm looking for it's uh <laughs> when it goes flat wow brain i don't know man
3: it seems like the sweet spot a of plateau. The draft. a Beat plateau a plateau
5: <laughs> No, I'm just meaning like you could take the, the next group of receivers mm-hmm. for me personally, and you can put them in any order. I see. So that's my opinion. I go, I'm going off chalk. The guy that I'm probably reaching for a little bit, but who I really, really like, probably Homer pick, but put up 101 receptions, 1,275 yards, 74% catch rate, 11 touchdowns at USC. Michael Pittman. Good pick. In Indy. Um, it's between him and Higgins for me in this spot. Mims, yeah. I'm not going anywhere near Gase while he's in, in New York as much as I love Mims as a prospect. And Higgins, again, if I'm looking at who's running the team in Indy, who's running the team in Cincy, these guys are close enough for me talent-wise. I'm going to lean Pittman and go a little off chalk here and, and mix things up.
3: No, I think that's actually yeah. pretty spot on. I mean, he today he went... At the two the two point oh four in the uh, FF breakdown rookie draft to to Madman, that guy's a great guy. I love him. Uh, he also <laughs> had taken Rager at the two point oh one, traded traded around, moved down from the one oh one to to I don't even remember. It was such a, a shell game. Um, Every pick yeah, took my, Michael Pittman at at the 2.04, and Higgins had gone at the 2.02. It was between those two guys for Madman at 2.04. Same thing here, and Madman's going to take T. Higgins right after his buddy GOAT. Damn it, yep, T. Higgins. And I, you know, I there's so many things you can say about these guys. I, I really do like where the Bengals are going with um building this team with you know Zach Taylor. I think, first of all it was a a high enough floor to begin with for a new coach going in there like for years and years the Bengals problem wasn't that they didn't have talent Their problem was they couldn't do shit with it they'd get to the playoffs and lose you know the Chargers said that one wild card game you know they had already played and the Bengals I think won but um, in the in the wild card game the coach remarked hey listen you know They didn't, we didn't see anything from them today that we hadn't seen on tape all year. Like, they just didn't do anything. That's not the Bengals now with this new regime. They do have talent still. They're bringing it in with Burrow. I like where um, Taylor's going with his team. And I I think T. Higgins is, you know, successor ultimately to A.J. Green, who I think they, I'm not sure whether they sewed his foot back on or not. Uh, But hopefully he's, you know, um, the successor for that. You know, they have Boyd there, they have A. but um,
0: yeah, I'm glad you brought up AJ Green cuz I think it's some of those little things, but I mean T Higgins is kind of a fanboy of AJ Green and I think yeah, that, no, that that could help like, like
3: close, you know. Yeah. A close approximation of, of AJ Green, uh, you know, similar. I just I think he was I think he was really undervalued. A lot of things, you know, came to pl- came into play this year for how the wide receivers kind of um Uh, landed for us in, in our dynasty rookie drafts. But if you look at, uh, T Higgins being taken at the top of the second round like that, that's a great spot for a wide receiver to be drafted. That's, you know, the future of a team. We've seen that a million times, uh, the second round, but especially up at the top like that. And, um, yeah, I think you can't go wrong with him or Pittman based on capital and and what those guys bring to a pro team. Uh, So for me, it was just an easy one or the other. I was thinking I would get at this spot and that happened luckily.
0: Yeah. Mr. Hogue, back to you. All right. Uh, We got to do this. I already put Jason Easton. I penciled
3: in Easton for you already.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We got to do this, but I get to preface this by saying that Matt LaFleur is an idiot and an asshole, and he put me in a really bad situation.
3: (laughs) I'm not going to argue with those first two points about Matt LaFleur. He does kind of seem like one. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to go
2: Jordan Love just because – Damn it. We could be about a year. We're a year away from Jordan Love being the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. John John up, <laughs> yeah, 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 and and like it's 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 like this combination of like insane laughter and and just absolute rage right now. This is so stupid, but here we are. <laughs> but I will say, if we don't get this Drew Lock breakout that uh, that I'm kind of expecting i john elway has shown that he'll go get an old quarterback uh to lead him to a super bowl all of a sudden aaron Rodgers here in denver has the best wide receiver core that he's ever had so hot take yeah so so there there's a there is a little bit of a silver lining here for me but uh generally speaking i just think this whole thing is stupid and i hate it but uh i i Like you guys said at the top, I've got Aaron Rodgers everywhere, so I've got to back him up with Jordan Love.
0: Not everywhere. So, man, I'm going to take the easy one out and just follow you into that and and say Phillip Rivers is in an even worse situation, and Jacob Eason is going to be coming in hungry for that job. Quarterback Rod He will have it by the end of the year.
5: Dude, you're making me happy right now. Nice.
0: Because of the guys that fell to you or –
5: no, because I'm a Colts <laughs> fan, and Rivers just looked really sad last year. Yeah, <laughs> so right? I don't know if I can handle the whole season, you know, especially for my Michael Pittman share.
0: Right, and somebody has to throw to him eventually. I think they want it to be him. Uh, I don't know. We all draft some quarterbacks and have a lot of failed things happen in Superflex rookies, rookie drafts. Yeah, but, but...
5: I, I, I trust Frank Reich, though. I think that's end management. Like, that's a big thing for me.
3: The only argument I'll make is that Rivers looked really happy on that toilet. When he was recording and oh stuff. All right, he did. That's the happiest dude on a toilet I've ever seen. I've seen a lot of him. I never looked that happy.
0: You've never. You have to look at yourself. You have to do selfies. I need a
5: mirror. I <laughs> <laughs> way too long in isolation, guys. <laughs> selfies in the washroom.
0: Hey, we gotta we gotta use that toilet paper, man. Back to you, two drink.
1: Man, this is my last So, pick. were you that's taking sad. Jordan
0: Love? You sounded, like, disappointed when John took him. So, uh, yeah. No, I was just
1: pissed that John didn't okay. do it. That's all. <laughs> that I sold out. He took care of yeah. his teams. I'm dumping every Aaron Rodgers shirt I have now just because of that. <laughs> I'm still trading and John might to be John. in the league, so come get him. Are um, you going
2: Jalen Hurts here? Keep the quarterback run going?
1: <laughs> nope. I'm going to make one of you other fools do that. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Um... I'm I'm a little shocked that Swag's also went Easton. I hear his points, but I wasn't really expecting that. And there's a couple players. I wasn't going to.
0: He forced me. I, I totally blame him for that. Did. No, he did. <laughs> when he, As soon on. as he went Jordan Love, I was like, well, I'd rather have Jacob Easton anyway. I don't care where they drafted him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Oh, man. I, I understand right. he had to
0: do it because of Aaron Rodgers. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm taking Jacob Easton. Man. All right. Um, I
1: guess I'm gonna go with uh with my guy that I continue to end up a lot with. I think I could probably wait and maybe trade back in later in the second no, to get him. No, definitely not. No, I don't think you're taking I'm gonna I'm go ahead and take the Nope, I want La Viska here. Oh um, nice. I uh I, I love that guy pre draft. Um and and I feel like maybe people don't like the spot in Jacksonville. I actually love it. Um, I think he makes yeah. a great two there on that on the opposite side um, of Chark, and they do a lot of different things.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree with you on both AK, those. If
1: he's going to play
3: this year over the 16 games from Judy. I'm going to be honest because he's only going to make it like eight or ten games before he gets hurt, um, or eight or ten you know total with the injuries. But I still think that's better
1: than uh, some of the receivers. I don't. I don't feel like the shoulder. You know, the shoulder injuries. Uh, I'm going to buy into reoccurring. Um, I know he plays physical, and another one was a core muscle injury. So, uh, I, I note your concerns, and maybe that's why I could get him later in the second, but I'm, I'm not going to worry about those. I love watching the ball in this guy's hand just run dudes over, run right. past no dudes, fear, buddy. run around no fear.
3: them. Yeah. Yeah. You have no fear taking that pick. You just said it. You're not going to live in fear with the injury
5: worries. I like it. It's ballsy. I think you're right about the Jacksonville thing, though, to drink. I think people,
0: uh, It's a tainted spot. Like it it feels worse than it is. Not sexy. Yep.
5: People want sexy when it's a receiver, right? They like Ceedee Lamb because he's going to Dallas. It's sexy.
3: I'll tell you what. um, Honestly, I think it's a it's a pretty good spot. Uh, Jay Gruden knows how to use receivers. I heard he did a really great job in Cincinnati, and I really do like that spot for him. I I realize with the ball in his hands, he's more of a running back, but still, he's going to be catching the football. And I think you know Gardner Minshew is probably going to do pretty well i think under jay gruden and maybe he's not the long-term answer but even in the meantime i I really suspect that's going to be a pretty uh polished passing offense um along the way and i think it's a a better spot than you know there's not a ton of things in his way sure dj Chark's there a bunch of banged up guys um you know they have they have him and they have what dd westbrook um who's also hurt a lot but um you know they certainly need more than
1: two receivers so And I mean, he's 227 pounds. He's a big old boy. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't want to call him gadget player. Right. But we saw him even taking wildcat snaps and stuff like that. So maybe this is the, you know, not pass catching back, but Gruden utilizes him more, you know, even out of the backfield and and some of that just to get him involved because that needs playmakers. I love Gruden as a coordinator,
3: not so much as a head coach, but exactly. I do like him in that spot. The head coach down there is a bit questionable, but honestly, that's one of the that's one of the players I'm taking with the two picks I just acquired in the second round.
0: By the way, in the FF breakdown, Shit. dude, you've like moved back last last a little day. bit and acquired just a close pick in almost every one of your picks. Like, right, killing that a little something and another pick back. Yep, I like to get a little <laughs> something, something. I tell that to my wife; she doesn't listen. But there's just so much value there still. <laughs> his wife clearly told her that, doesn't I think told so. Her that too.
3: <laughs> I I really would I would take I would punt like I would trade my first round picks away um to get like you know uh half the second round. I seriously would. Um you know trade if I had two uh, a first like say I had two first round picks close to the top and I didn't need a quarterback. I I would be happy with a bunch of second round picks in this draft. I love the second round anyway. I I, I have pretty good luck there. I've done done well over time. But this year is amazing. Like all 12 picks. Can I just have 12 second round picks?
0: Yeah, love it. And that's kind of what you've been doing, just a slow process. Uh where are we here? Mr. Finero.
4: Yeah, man. So I'm at 208. And I'm going to call the 203 to 205 the Denzel Mim zone. <laughs> so at 208, I'm super happy. Mm -hmm. I know why I'm getting him at 208. I totally get it. It's impatience. Adam Gase will get fired next year, so I'm not concerned about that. I'm going to take his monster combine, 4.38, 96 percentile, 40-yard dash, credible 96 percentile speed score. I love everything about this guy, 6'3", 207 pounds. I'll take him all day. All day at 208. I don't care that he's with the Jets. He has no competition over there anyway. Give him to me. Let gaze go away. <laughs> Bang. Hey, what's the
3: over and under? The over under on uh, what the next wide receiver off the board is? Because I think I know what it's going to be. I think I know. I, you guys do too.
4: Yeah, I think I know it too. I
3: don't know. Let's. Um, I'm going to tweet it to you right now. I'm going to DM it to you, Finero. You tell me if it's the same. So All right, give it to me. I'm I like going you. off
4: right now. I, mean, I guarantee I know what it is. I don't think you need to do that.
3: Benaro, I'm sending him a message, and we'll show it to you after um, who the next pick is going to be.
1: Um, I
0: want to pretend I know, too. Hey,
1: I don't know it. Robbie <laughs> Anderson, Robbie Anderson last too. year. Yes, man, man, that is correct. It is
3: yeah. totally
4: <laughs> That gentleman more than that. of yours, yes, yeah,
3: that's the next guy off board. Not Sorry, anyone. guys, we were having Not a separate conversation right over <laughs> or under you, however, you want to say it.
0: It's an a, a B conversation, see yourself out, A B, or in this particular right. case, right. JD, JD. Who are you picking?
5: Uh, see, this, this honestly, make this them is wrong, the make
0: them wrong.
5: Yeah, this is probably the part I'm gonna make him wrong, guaranteed. This it's is part of the draft where I'm probably going, um, probably trading out and moving back because. I don't know. There's uh, I mean, the guy taking your pick from you for sure. So let's make a deal, bro. All right, let's do it. What do you want? What do you want to
3: give me? <laughs> but I said the next wide receiver off the board. So it doesn't count if you take a position other
5: than wide. No, receiver. That's oh. true. All right. Read All right. the five. That's fruit. a really good point. That's correct. All right. I'll pass on uh savvy Edwards. move. We'll pass on Edwards. And uh, yeah, like I'm just, I, I took Pittman. Cause I believe in that situation. Believe in the player. Yep. But I'm back to my uh, to looking for running backs or quarterbacks. I'm going to go Zach Moss just because.
0: Mm.
5: situation – or sorry, not Zach Moss. Sorry guys, yeah. AJ Dylan. Sorry guys, who are you AJ, taking? AJ, AJ Dillon. I'm going AJ Dylan. It's a
0: roller coaster of emotions going on it's over a,
5: here. Yes, I'm, I'm I don't going like Zach Dillon. Moss. There's the reason more. I'm going AJ Dillon is, yeah. is I'm I'm <laughs> contemplating between these two running backs at this point of the draft. And when I'm uh, when it's split and it's really close, I listen to the NFL and and. You're looking at a guy who got drafted in the second round. You're looking at a guy. Uh, we talked about it. They didn't even add weapons for Rogers to throw the ball to. For me, these guys want to run the ball. AJ Dillon is Lafleur's new. Uh, you know, I was saying earlier, he's like teacher's pet, right? He's he's his guy. He brought him in. He's gonna replace Aaron Jones, probably going into 2021, if not sooner, and should give you some of that impatient production early. So might be a bit of a reach, but. Mid to back of the second, I'm usually going AJ Dillon uh, if he's still available.
0: Yeah, I don't hate it. I said to you the other night, Fanero, he's he's taking that job. He's going to make it look easy.
5: You did you guys say in, that college production? It's ridiculous, man.
3: Yeah, that dude's a steamroller, man. He's just going to come in there and roll guys over if they if they make any space for him at all. I I actually like the pick. I that was one of the picks that people kind of bashed a little bit, and you know, I, I thought, hey, if you're banking on uh, Aaron Rodgers, what you did to get Jordan love doesn't make a lot of sense but if they're taking the patient approach and the, the you know Aaron Rodgers decline and we don't need him Aaron, apparently like you guys said they don't like Aaron Rodgers so let's just forget about that for a moment and 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 go with AJ Dillon. they also said that wasn't a, a wise move but I think it was a pretty smart move there's really not much worth noting behind Aaron Jones and I know people are like oh Jamal Williams he did pretty well last year Ah, bullshit Jamal Williams was just a dude running on a team you know like so many running backs he offers literally nothing Um, he's not going to play over AJ Dillon I mean that might be their future starter depending on what that team wants to do with running backs I mean a guy who comes from Tennessee where they had Derrick Henry and I know AJ Dillon isn't Derrick Henry but he's also a big pretty swift footed back that can run people over so uh, you know there are similarities still and I really think that they might use him in a similar fashion there, um, like what Tennessee did with Derrick Henry. And I think that is all good. And I, I don't have a problem with people taking Dylan. I, I really think that the community is a little down on the guy. I mean, all I hear is I hear a lot of jokes and negative uh, things about Dylan. And I, I think that could be a steal, honestly.
2: And, you know, Jones and Jamal Williams both are going to, into a walk year here. So,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, you you can really kind of redshirt A.J. Dylan keep him fresh when, you know, you let those two guys walk and then give him the starting job and you've got three more years of, of rookie contract to just run him into the ground. This is how dynasty, you know, managers should really manage their rosters too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, needless to say, the NFL. So as stupid as I think the Packers are just kind of in general, right, at this at the moment, you know, this, this ended up being a, a really pretty good pick.
3: Yeah. And,
2: yep. and yeah, A.J. Dillon here ends up being a value. Like, it's it's kind of along the same lines as what you're getting with, with the wide receivers where you might have to wait a year. Like, there's no reason not to just run Aaron Jones into the ground and then send him on his way in free agency.
3: But, <laughs> <Right>. but yeah, <laughs>
2: you might have to wait a year for A.J. Dillon. But then, I mean, he's going to have that backfield to himself. Yeah. The, the other
5: reason I like going Dillon here is if you think two years two years ago in New England – uh, Brady was kind of starting to go, uh, regressing with regards to launching the ball. So you could see that offense transitioning to running game and investing in Sony Michelle. Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking about my best balls two years ago, having Sony Michelle and James White was golden because, because those guys just, if one guy didn't hit one week, the other guy did. And it was just because that, that whole offense was transitioning to running the ball. For me with Dylan, you're kind of protected because if, Rodgers goes off this year, which I'm sure, Hogue, you're, you can see that happening <laughs> for this dude, right? Because he's got the fire in his ass right now from from what happened <laughs> this past weekend. Yeah. So if that happens, which is like worst case scenario, well, not necessarily because the running game is going to follow that offense, right? But let's say Dylan doesn't get in there and this offense is firing with uh, Jones and, and Williams. Fine. Like you said, you got him for next year. But if if this coaching staff saw something last year where, you know what? we got to invest in the running game. We got to invest in a, in a backup. Rodgers is regressing. There's there's no way this guy's going to, you know, give us what we need going 2 3 years down the road. So let's start transitioning. And they're right. Then you just hit a gold mine in, in the second uh to, he's usually in the mid to the back end of the second I find with Dylan.
2: Yeah, plus you're transitioning to a quarterback who can't throw, who's just absolutely freaking terrible. Yeah, another
5: good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask you, John, like if you even like him as rogers you know next man up type of deal
2: yeah not really he's salty I, yeah yeah that's a that's a big thing i am pretty salty for sure but i mean even before the pick i wasn't a huge jordan love fan i didn't feel like he belonged in the first round
0: the fantasy like, community is so fun that like i almost thought of like john hogan to drink before i thought of anything else <laughs> <laughs> when when the draft happened you're like oh my god he's like, losing our minds <laughs> yeah like it, it's pretty awesome <laughs> it's and,
5: and swag just really quick i gotta give a shout out to jordan mcnamara because he totally brought my attention to dylan and he's the reason i traded up nice in the, the 210 in that in that rookie draft I was chatting with him and he, he kind of brought that to my attention and uh, he was definitely right man the, the draft capital and where this guy was kind of going. He was going like early 3rd in some of those early rookie drops. So he, he, this guy's a steal.
0: Yeah. I I love it. Jeremy, where, where who is the next wide receiver off the board?
3: Brian Edwards for me. Um and and I know that that's not the guy that I said was going to be the next wide receiver off the board. So I lose. I <laughs> what lost What just happened?
0: Um, <laughs> look what he look what he did to you, Finero? I did it to myself. <laughs>
3: I love it. I lost the bet, but I got the player I wanted in Brian Edwards. So, um, <laughs> forgot I was coming up so soon. I, I it's my smart ass <laughs> thought that I was going to be another wide receiver. <laughs> you know, like I love that. I love that about my man. He's oh the wild my card. God. I never
5: know.
3: I, I tell you how it is. Um, Brian Edwards, man, I've owned this guy in Debbie. I, I don't want to, he, I don't have him in every Debbie league, but of all the leagues, I might not have him in one. Big fan. He's been good since his freshman year. He's been good since he was 17 years old. Probably should have just not gone back for this last year, but, uh, you know, whatever. Um, He's just, I think, has the highest floor out of any receiver um, in this draft. And I think he's probably a second round guy, even though he went in the third round there's not a lot of competition in in Raderville for wide receivers he, obviously he and Henry Ruggs are not going to be competing for targets they're I mean maybe competing for targets are not playing the same role on the team um, they definitely needed wide receivers mm-hmm. uh, you know they got Bowden, and and he's great too you know a bit of a, a wild card in that you know he can play a multitude of positions and do do things from the slot and all that but I really like Edwards long term I think he's going to be a, a steady wide receiver too and getting him in this spot. Um, I just think there's nothing to lose. Um, like he's one of those guys that I feel like the risk is so low. Um, and, and so like, he's my, he's really one of my favorite players in this draft, but I'm not going to take him out of sequence, right. I'm not going to take him so high that, um, you know, it's, it's not a value play and and there were other receivers I could take here, but, um, at at this point in the draft, I think it's, it's worthwhile. I I really think that he's undervalued.
0: Yeah. And And, you could see him falling just because of the injury.
3: Yeah, cuz he didn't get, he wasn't able to do the combine. I mean, yeah. I don't think people worry about his physical traits whatsoever. That's never been a question about him. Right. Uh, but he couldn't you know, you saw that happen to Dobbins and um, you know, Tyler Johnson, and you saw it happen with um Brian Edwards. Players that it seems like the the NFL really wants guys to at least show up and do something at the combine.
4: Man, I mean, man. Uh him. you're well documented for for liking Terry McLaurin. Uh-huh. uh before maybe some others did. Swags you too, but but man, man, you're proud of it. I want you to tell me, like, is Edwards that kind of guy where you're like, like him that much, or is it a notch below that? Um, I don't know. It, it's probably close. I don't. He's mm-hmm. not.
3: Yeah, it's it's probably close. Yeah, I, I think not that's that big. big of a fan.
4: yeah, that's real big. Late in the second round in the Superflux, that's real big to say.
3: Yeah, I, I definitely like to look for value in players that have maybe a higher ceiling than when they're where they're drafted, or guys that you know aren't going to bottom out like some of the others. Um, you know, you're you're trying to swing for the fences with Chenault, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You're trying, to, you're you're definitely swinging for the fences, and you know that yep. when you make that pick. A guy yep. like Brian Edwards is almost the opposite. Like it, it what would have to happen for a guy like Brian Edwards to not be on the Raiders roster and a starting wide receiver, say, season? In you know 2021, it something bad would have to happen. I mean, it's just not in the cards. So sure,
1: yeah. Chicks dig. Chicks dig. That's what you said.
0: (laughs) Hoag, what are you gonna do with your last pick here, man? Are you taking that wide receiver that's gonna be the next wide receiver off the board? Are you uh, taking a quarterback to make you hate yourself even more? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I mean the the.
2: The quarterback that's left is is one that I really like, but just hate the landing spot. I can't do that. Um, the, man, this is this one's really tough. There's there's a couple running backs that I like, but I ultimately I think I've got to go against what I normally do and uh, go get a lotto ticket wide receiver, uh, Brandon Ayuk with first yeah. round draft capital. Nice. It it's just really hard to ignore you know going to a situation where he's probably going to have a unique role in a Kyle Shanahan offense and and again just the draft capital alone 25 overall yeah it you know it, it just kind of it tells you he's going to be on the field he's going to be involved what does that mean exactly it's you know it's a it's not a it's a low volume passing offense for sure but um you know he's it, I, again, he's going to have a, a a pretty unique role, and uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. The the draft capital, I think, is the big thing. Like that's just one of the the biggest indicators that we have when it comes to fantasy football and predicting a a breakout. Those first round guys are going to get every opportunity in the world.
0: Yeah. With that said, I'm I'm not going to no, take Swags, somebody. No,
4: Swags, wait. What? Swags, wait. Can I predict your pick?
0: Sure. Uh, yeah. Well. I guess I'm going to
4: predict it, and I could be a horse's ass by predicting it. Just just close your eyes and you won't
0: won't get it wrong. You won't get it wrong.
4: I think you hate
0: Devin Singletary so much, and you're a running (laughs) back
4: guy. You're all in right now. I am taking the starting running back
0: for the Buffalo Bills. Nice, (laughs) Zach Moss. Nice. And, and that's who I thought, like, I got, when I, you took him Please and I kind of scoffed coach. JD, and um it was because I wanted him. That's who I was hoping, that's who I thought would fall to me here. And, yeah, I feel pretty good tying it up with this, like.
4: Yeah, it's nice nice
0: finish. Even if, um take Shade away from Singletary, and they're going to uh, have two running backs there. Up. I mean, yep. Frank yep. Gore's gone, like, I know yep. he wasn't used, well, he was used, he just wasn't that good, but. So, like
5: 166 touches or something that he left behind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm taking Zach Moss here feeling good uh, about I lo- it. I love
4: the reasonable expectation for him too. That's, yep. that's that's a good pick here at 212. I'm glad he was, he was in this episode. I feel like he needs to be.
0: To be honest we, uh, with you though, we Finero, when we started this show, I wanted to end it with Jacob Eason. And mm. that was part of the reason I wanted to be last. But sure. then when true shit, like I said on the show, when he took Jordan Love, I was like, Well, I'm I'm going east and then I have to. Right. And but I'm I'm super happy to get Zach Moss here. I I was kind of like it was my real team and I kept thinking he was gonna slip away. Sweet. Yep.
5: Great time, guys.
0: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Thanks, everybody. For
5: sure. Thanks for having us, man. It's good times.
0: Uh, absolutely. Um I, I got a couple of you guys coming in, but my introduction was kind of uh not the best, so let's just go in draft order, and then just pass it to the guy behind you, and tell him who you are and where to find you.
1: Um, at FO Two Drink Minimum, I have the best fucking draft in this shit. Um, you can find me at Fantasy Football Breakdown, right Herbert,
0: Judy, and Finero. Finero.
1: Boom.
4: I don't know. I got I got Jonathan Taylor, C.D. Lamb, Justin Already Jefferson, and Denzel Mims, but I am uh, the feverish Finero at Ardvark TV. Can also find us at. Rookie Fever.
5: I got me some C-E-H, some, uh, what I grab next Cam
1: Akers. You don't even A-A-C-R. love I
5: love the recap. Recap. Some Pittman. Yeah. here in uh, Coltsland. but uh, No, man. Always a good time with all you guys. Always fun AJ hanging, hanging Dillon. with you guys. Absolutely. And uh, you can find us. Uh, you, you know where to find us. Just Ooh. look for us. Anyway. Uh, who doesn't know where to find you?
0: Yep. And then oh. Madman just popped in. We are... Are telling them who we took and signing off so tell them where to find you all the great things and places and how much you killed this draft do you remember who you <laughs> drafted
3: i don't know if i killed the draft man but i did get a lot of players i liked um you know i, I started out with jk dobbins um, i got Jalen rager That's i got nice. uh, <laughs> i got um edwards and i actually forget the fourth player that i drafted um, t higgins, t higgins. T Higgins. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, you Brian Edwards. It, so, um, un- yeah, everything. all four of those players. I, I do love those players. Um, I got a couple of my, uh, four favorite wide receivers out of that mix of guy. Well, three out of my four favorite wide receivers and those guys, the other one being Tyler Johnson, but nobody likes him. Um, I'm the dynasty madman. You can find me on Twitter at dynasty madman. That's really creative. And, um, you know, dynasty <laughs> trades HQ is my bread and butter. My, my baby, um, I work over there with Shane Manila and, uh, my buddy, Michael Sipes as well. And I have a little pet project, Off the Rails Dino, um, a little fun thing that some of you guys have been on, uh, most of you guys, um, where we take uh, your narratives right off the rails, um, derail the status quo. So check those things out. And I edit at DeviWatch. And if you're into Devi, the seven guys that I work with over there are among the best in the Devi hemisphere or uh, stratosphere, whatever you want to say, some kind of sphere. Those guys are those guys are completing the circle. Nice. Anyway, um, check out DeviWatch.com
0: yeah john i
2: had the worst draft um all you need to know is i <laughs> I, just, I had to take jordan love like that's that's yeah, as bad shoot. as it gets it's 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 dire straits when you have to draft jordan love <laughs> when you, because yeah. this stupid ass green bay packers decided that he's the next <laughs> quarterback and he's going to replace the all-time greatest fantasy football quarterback it's absolutely ridiculous but beyond that I got uh Tua I, I the, he fell to me at the fifth pick and yep. that still just gets erased by the fact you're welcome that was forced to take you're Jordan's welcome. stupid
0: welcome.
2: love <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess and then you. I also got Keyshawn Vaughn and Brandon Ayuk so there you go uh at super Flex dude on Twitter and uh hosted the Superflex super show
0: yep and check out all of those shows for sure so I I ended this with Swift rugs will end each round and amend this show but i got swift rugs <laughs> jacob Eason, and zach moss i like the moss pick
3: at the end good work. yeah it's a good pick
0: um i forget what i
5: was gonna ask okay i'm gonna sneak in follow my boy dan at overhype sleeper no e at the end he's balling all day all night
0: balling at- so john you thinking about selling any of those shares of rogers or are you holding on tight till the end I've going already down started, started that's
2: a great question. That yeah. should be. Yeah. I, I've I've started selling in a few spots, but like I said, I'm uh, I'm also looking forward to seeing where he lands next year. It's gonna be better than Green Bay. It has to. There's nothing worse.
0: <laughs> right, I hope you're right, man.
3: <laughs> Damn.
0: What about you two, Drink? I know you have a few too. Yeah, I'm not selling for cheap, so
1: but are well you trying well to sell well. out? I
0: don't think you should have to sell super cheap, you know? And, and if, you know. You had
1: to sell cheap before this, and they didn't get a Roger Seaver and all this <laughs> other bullshit. Yeah, so let me ask I think you, you do this, have right? to
5: sell cheap. Let me ask you this yeah. Are you guys buying Rogers and Adams cheap right yeah. now, or trying to get them a bit cheap, or what?
0: Well, I'll definitely go out and get Adams all day.
5: I feel like people are uh, selling right now for a pretty good
0: value. I feel like it's crazy none of you brought up Devin Funches. Oh shit, that red zone. Stop
4: roster. with
2: that. Stop. Resist. Stop. Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw to the tight end. Tell him for a third.
5: <laughs> oh, Tell for a third while you can.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Punches the tight end.
0: Uh you guys are awesome. Thanks a lot.
3: Thank you, bro.